Slime time. It's one of the ways you can enjoy the Super Bowl. Of course, you can also listen to it starting at 2 p.m. Super Bowl Sunday on our Virginia Talk Radio Network spoken word formats. And now the man who will be a proud father watching Slime Time, the Super Bowl. I I got it. He should just, you know, prep his son all week. You know, they do the Nets broadcast as well, so they, he could dump slime on his son, you know, every day this week to prep him. That That is a great idea, Trey, that Noah Eagle could get doused in slime by his dad to prepare for the slime time broadcast of the Super Bowl. Ian Eagle is with us in the fast lane. Of course, you heard him calling the Kansas City Chiefs part of the conference championship weekend their victory against baltimore a couple of days ago on the virginia talk radio network i am a pleasure to have you back in the fast lane are you or have you already devised plans to incorporate trey's suggestions about you can prep your son noah eagle for the slime broadcast coming up on super bowl sunday yeah what a what a great idea i i would enjoy that on many levels a slime is fun be, you know, whenever Noah was maybe not a good boy growing up, that's that's punishment that we can now use as a modern day version. And then see, I, I don't know, this sounds like cool idea. Like, let's video it and, and put it out to the world. That would be a really phenomenal idea. You can exact revenge on Noah for all the times that he yes. wouldn't let you sleep as a dad when you needed it. I'm speaking, of Good. course, as a father of five-year-old boys. You know, You're times right. he didn't listen to mom and dad. We go through that all the time. All sorts yeah. of a litany of things. What about what about just cleaning his poop? Let's just come right out and say it. Yeah, like, I had to do that. You did. I mean, I, you know, I had to do it for a while. Also, now the best part is when the kids want me to go to the bathroom, even though they know how to go to the bathroom. They want us to go anyway, and I can't figure this out. But ah, uh, the life of a parent, indeed. Um, all jokes aside, you got to be a pretty proud dad that your son's going to be broadcasting the Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday, even in as creative a manner as it will be. Yeah, very, very exciting for him, exciting for our family. I'll actually be doing the game on the World Feed, so I'll be there as well. I'm doing pregame secondary set for CBS, which I've done the last three Super Bowls that CBS had. So Charles Davis and Jason McCourty and Matt Ryan will be with me on on a different set other than the NFL Today with JB and Boomer and Phil and Bill Cower and Nate and J.J. Watt. So we got you covered at all angles. I know he's excited to, to be a part of it. And for those that are interested in the Nickelodeon broadcast, they're going to have some incredibly innovative stuff. Uh, I don't know how much is public, but if you're a fan of SpongeBob, you're going to enjoy the presentation. My two five-year-old boys might really like that rendition of Super Bowl 58 uh, this coming, well, not this coming Sunday, next Sunday, nine days from now. By the way, we will be carrying it from Westwood One uh, on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and our Virginia Talk Radio Network spoken word platforms, all of our talk stations starting at 2 p.m. And somebody who helped get us to this point by calling the games, of course, is Ian Eagle, who is with us here in the fast lane. Ian, you were on the call for the Kansas City Chiefs victory in Baltimore against the Ravens. Um, Is this the most impressive job for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes relative to the talent they used to have across the board and don't have this year? 
I think that's part of the thought process that they just had dynamic and prolific offenses in the past where you tried to match up with them and realized, okay, we, we don't have enough guys to match up with all of the weapons that they're bringing on the offensive side of the ball. This year, not the same mystique, not the same feeling. They had to really slug their way through December, had that loss to the Raiders that most people looked at as a, a really poor sign for KC for the future. And yet, here they are. <laughs> they come in as the three seed. The questions: could they win a playoff game on the road? Yeah, they did that. Check in Buffalo. Yeah, but could they win an AFC championship game against a Baltimore team that looked every bit like the number one seed this year? Well, check. The answer was yes, they could. So they've done it differently. They're they're not the same overwhelming offense that they once were. And in fact, even in the AFC championship game, they did their scoring in the first half, and then they did enough offensively in the second half. And the trust level between Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey and the fact that they've had a few new guys emerge. Rashi Rice has been terrific in his rookie year out of SMU. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling had a huge catch late, and that was, again, Patrick Mahomes having command in the moment on a third down where other teams may not have taken the risk late in the game. He throws it, and he puts the game away, that first down literally ended the game for them other than having to kneel three times. But the biggest difference, guys, their defense. This this defense is much better than the ones that actually won them two Super Bowls and got them uh, to another one. So uh, I think you have to look at balance and you have to look at what Andy Reid continues to do. As all of these younger offensive coordinators get hired, and they're going to bring new and creative ways of viewing offense. Andy Reid is the OG. He just keeps coming up with new schemes, new ways to best use his talent, and obviously he's got the best quarterback in the game, and he knows how to use him. I love it. The OG. That's a wonderful phrase from Ian Eagle with us here in the fast lane. Ian, you did mention, though, that defense for Kansas City. How much of this is the fact that they benefit greatly from a creative defensive coordinator in Steve Spagnuolo who had what you would have to call a really good game plan, albeit a little bit different because Kansas or Baltimore never seemed to want to establish the run, but yet he seems to have always dialed up creative ways as a, pl- a coach who's fallen off the famed Jim Johnson defensive tree. Yeah, it's interesting because Steve came in originally with Kansas City to to try to stabilize the defense. And in their first championship, the the general thought was, all right, they're winning in spite of the defense. And it wasn't a, a knock on Steve Spagnuolo. It just was the reality of the team that they had. They clearly have dedicated time, energy, resources to improving defensively. Chris Jones has turned into one of the most dominating figures in the game, but he was dominating back then. What's been the difference? Drafting a George Karloftis, he is a star in year two. Drafting a Nick Bolton in 2021, he is a star now in year three. Uh, Their corners, Legereus Sneed is in his fourth year. Trent McDuffie's in his second year. Both of those guys have been just simply outstanding. They signed Justin Reed. Uh, 
to me, he's been another key in changing the way that you view their defense. They play with an edge now. And the personnel, the scheme has been very good, the game plan, and the belief. That's always the intriguing part about a football team. You've got 53 guys on the roster. You've got a bunch of guys that are on the practice squad. You've got guys that are on the injured list. How do you bring a team together when a team is offensive dominant? It's only natural. You're a human being. If you're a defensive player, you're hearing it from fans, media, family members. Well, you guys just win only because of your offense. Well, here we are now in year six of Patrick Mahomes as a starting quarterback in the NFL, and the defense is not only carrying its own weight, it might carry them to a championship. And, of course, they get the added boost of Taylor Swift providing motivation and inspiration to Travis Kelsey. We say that somewhat tongue-in-cheek, of course, here in the fast lane with Ian Eagle, who has been on the call for Westwood One and CBS. He's nailed some Taylor Swift references this year. You know, I have to give him credit there. So we'll ask you this. You have nailed some, and they've been (laughs) well-documented. Are you a Swifty yourself? Yeah, I, I dig her her music. Who's I, not? I've been a fan. This is not breaking news. I, I'm someone that listens to whatever's new. I, I want to make sure that, that I know what's happening in entertainment, movies, TV, music. That's important to me. So a lot of respect, a lot of respect for her. Uh, you know, my son, as we mentioned, is a young person. My daughter is a young person. So I've stayed in that world just to make sure that I'm current. Yeah, you got to stay hip. You got to have some cred with your uh, with your kids, of course. Nothing, nothing exactly. says nothing says cool to kids quite like parents showing they know what's cool and you know maybe embarrassing them, of course. Ian, uh, I I know we're mainly talking about football during this, but this is obviously your first year. You get to call the, the final four for CBS, uh, replacing the great Jim Nance. Has your have you switched your kind of you know as you called your last game this past weekend? Have you switched kind of your mindset to to college basketball? Because before you know it, you know we're a month away from March Madness. Yeah, I had uh, Kansas and Iowa State last week. I had Michigan State, Maryland the week before. I have. Purdue at Wisconsin this week, so um, I'm on the train, um, uh, obviously focused on what's to come as we've hit February. We're now inching closer to that marvelous month that is March, and the interesting part for me in college basketball is there's no preparing specifically for who you're going to get because you have no clue. You have no idea who you're going to have, the eight teams in in the first two rounds that you see and then beyond that in the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. All you can do is keep your head in the game. Uh, When you're shuffling through channels at night, stick around for a few minutes for a game here, a game there. And then when you get your assignments, you lock in. You know, I've got Texas and Houston coming up the week after the Super Bowl, so I'll be in Vegas next week. And then uh, I've got that Texas-Houston game the week after that. I think we have potentially some Big East games after that with St. John's and Creighton as a possibility, UConn Seton Hall as a possibility. So I'm just getting a good cross-section of things. But trust me, when when it's go time and it's uh, time to turn the calendar to, to March, uh, I'm I'm all in. 
That'll be fun. We look forward to it as well. Ian Eagle, broadcaster for CBS and Westwood One, with us in the fast lane. Ian, thank you very much for your time today. Good luck with the world feed and needing to know 35 different languages to broadcast that game. We admire the skill set, and most notably, we hope you are not going to be singing to us. We are never, ever, ever getting back together as we round out I'm our show today you. in the fast good one. lane. Way to go, Ed. You, you are not an anti-hero, Ed, despite what others might say. Not at all. You know, warms warms. No bad hearts. blood here. Yes, we are dropping the references left and right. Ian Eagle with us here in the fast lane. Ian, thanks. Be well. Look forward to speaking soon. All right. Sounds good. Enjoy it, guys. See ya. Indeed. Ian Eagle with us I, here in the fast lane. I'm proud lane. of you, man. I didn't think you were going to pull one out. Did you have to look that up? No, I knew that one. Okay. I knew that one. My, my uh, I don't know. The, the lady, my, my brother's wife. So is she my sister-in-law? Is that what it's called? Your brother's wife is your sister-in-law. Okay. That is how my it works. My sister-in-law is a big Swifty. I was going to say, if you had two twin twin girls, you would probably know this like you know, like that. 100%. 100%. But with so. twin boys, it do- just doesn't really resonate as much. And my, my wife likes a little Taylor Swift, but she's not a Swifty by any means. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think of an Onions reference, you know, to keep, you know, instead of the Taylor, like a Bill Rafferty reference for him, because he's calling the Final Four, well, obviously, with Bill Rafferty. And, uh, but, uh, you know, that was an Onions performance by you, you know, Clutch. It did. Came up in the Clutch when it mattered most. In the meantime, when we return here in the fast lane, Dave Walls, WSET, might join us. Got a bit of a challenging schedule. If not, we'll get into more on your feedback on the future of college realignment. And yes, Trey and I will have projections for this weekend's events in our votes of confidence. That's still to come. This is the Fast Lane.